This is Locked On Oilers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. Hope you enjoyed your New Year's Eve festivities. Tom Gazzola with you, as always, as we get you set for a new year of Locked On Oilers. Same season, though, of course. The Edmonton Oilers on New Year's Eve. Well, it wasn't pretty in the end, but it was a win, and uh, they get their first New Year's Eve victory in 30 four years, knocking off the New York Rangers 7-5. The Oilers built up a 6-1 lead going into the third period, and uh, only to watch the Rangers storm back and make it 6-5, and then Kyler Yamamoto playing late in the game. Dave Tippett trusting the 21-year-old, making his season debut, putting him out there in the dying minutes of the game. And Yamamoto makes a big play, knocking down a cross-ice pass in the defensive zone. Makes a little play to Jujarakera, who fed it back to him. And then Yamamoto would score the empty netter to give the Oilers the 7-5 win on New Year's Eve. It was a crazy game indeed. Artemi Panarin was unbelievable. Four points, almost willing the Rangers back into the game. In what was a crazy finish, it seemed like the Oilers were in trouble, but uh, no, the the Oilers did manage to hang on and get the win, improving to 21-17-4 on the season. Having said that, the Oilers now playing game number 43, starting a five-game road swing that starts in Buffalo tonight. To take on Ralph Kruger and his Sabre squad, Jack Eichel, Sam Reinhart. We'll see what the Oilers can do. This road trip, a crucial one, starts in Buffalo, goes to Boston on Saturday, Toronto on Monday, and then the Oilers wrap it up. They are in Montreal on Thursday and Calgary on Saturday. If you're looking at this road swing, you have to expect the Oilers would want to come out of here with at least three wins. That's going to be tough to do. Buffalo beat the Oilers in Edmonton a few weeks ago. Ralph Kruger's return to the City of Champions. Uh, a triumphant one for him in overtime. Colin Miller scoring the game-winning goal for the Sabres. And the Oilers face off with the Boston Bruins Saturday an 11 a.m. start mountain time. Oh, boy, that means I'm going to have to be at the station early on Saturday. Uh, probably be there at 9 a.m. for the pregame show Well, at least I have all of Saturday night to do whatever I want. That'll be great. The Oilers then are in Toronto on Monday, Montreal next Thursday, and then wind things up on Saturday of next week, the 11th, in Calgary against the Flames in what will be a crucial Pacific Division showdown. Of course, the Flames humbling the Oilers last Friday, 5-1, an ugly performance from the Oil flat-out disturbing, if you will. And uh, the third period on Tuesday night, similar to what we witnessed pretty much all game against the Calgary Flames anyway. So the Oilers uh, starting things off against Buffalo tonight. We'll see how the Oil can manage to get things going on this trip. Right now, the Sabres find themselves struggling they've lost four in a row three six and one in their last 10 they're dealing with some injury issues which we'll get to in a little bit on home ice the sabers though are 11 five and three on the year 
They're 17, 17, and 7 overall. That's good for 41 points. They are 8 points back of a wild card spot. And in the divisional race, they're in the Atlantic. They sit 5 points back of the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning, though, are starting to pick things up 7, 2, and 1 in their last 10. They've won 4 in a row. They just beat the Sabres. And uh, the Sabres actually had built up a 4-1 lead over the Lightning, only to see that lead be wiped out in Tampa. Walk away with a victory in that game in regulation, too. So to add insult to injury, the Oilers, like I mentioned, 21-17-4 heading into action on this Thursday night. 46 points has Edmonton in the second and final wildcard spot. Edmonton 3-7-0 in its last 10. The good thing is they're 11-9-1 on the road, which is better than their home record, sort of. Uh, at home, the Oilers now 10-8-3. They were 2-6-2 going into that game against the Rangers on New Year's Eve. And Edmonton with 46 points, tied with Vancouver. However, the Canucks do have two games in hand on the Oilers. Arizona, two points up through 42 games. The Coyotes, 22-16-4. The Vegas Golden Knights lead the division at 50 points, 22-15-6 on the year through 43 games. They are playing well, 6-3-1 in their last 10. They've won their last two games. Edmonton just one point up on the Calgary Flames. Both teams have played 42 games. Calgary, 20-17-5. 4-5-1 in its last 10, and they have dropped their last two after beating the Oilers 5-1 last Friday. So, lineups tonight going into this one. This is what Dave Tippett is going to roll with, tinkering things somewhat. Connor McDavid with James Neal and Zach Cassian. Leon Dreisaitl will center Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and Kyler Yamamoto. Gaetan Haas between Joachim Nygaard and Alex Chason. So Chason gets back into the lineup. Riley Shahan centering Jujar Kara and Josh Archibald. Archibald also scoring the other night. He's been playing better offensively of late. On defense, Oscar Clefbaum with Ethan Bear. Good news there because Clefbaum did not finish the game on Tuesday, left early in the third period after blocking a shot. He made the trip with the team. We will hear from Clefbaum later on in the podcast. He is good to go for tonight. William Lagason paired up with Adam Larson. Darnell Nurse paired up with Chris Russell. Here's where a bit of a surprise might be coming. Mike Smith gets the nod in goal for the Oilers. He's looking to get off the schneid. He did play Buffalo when they were in Edmonton last month. Did get the overtime defeat. However, I thought he had a decent game. That was way back on the 8th of December. At the other end of the rink, this is what we're expecting from Ralph Kruger's Buffalo Sabres lineup-wise. Jack Eichel will be centering a line with Sam Reinhart. And Victor Olofsson, Marcus Johansson between Connor Sheary and Jimmy Vesey, Zemgis Gergensens and Kyle Ocpozo will be flanking Johan Larson. Former Edmonton Oil King Curtis Lazar centering Dalton Smith and Rasmus Asplund on defense. The Sabres will have Jake McCabe and Rasmus Ristolainen, Rasmus Dahlin with Brandon Montour, Marco Scandella with Henry Yoki Haru in goal. It will be Linus Olmark. Out for the Sabres, Evan Rodriguez, Zach Bogosian, and Colin Miller. 
Rodriguez joining Bogosian not only in the press box, but as a Sabre who wants out of Buffalo, thinks that his role should be bigger with the club, and if he's not going to be playing, he wants to be given an opportunity to do so elsewhere like Bogosian. Uh, Rodriguez, by the way, through 24 games this season, just three assists and no goals. Also of note, injury-wise, Matt Benning out for the Oilers. Concussion keeping him out. Patrick Russell not playing tonight, and neither is Sam Gagne. Scratches for the Sabres. I mentioned them, but they're dealing with some injury issues as well. Jeff Skinner, upper body, is on IR. Tage Thompson, also upper body, on IR. Vladimir Sabaka dealing with a knee issue on IR. And Matt Hunwick out with a neck issue. So there you have it. There is your roster news heading into action tonight. This is Locked On Oilers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. First episode of 2020, the Oilers taking on the Buffalo Sabres tonight. Let's go into the Oilers locker room and hear from Oscar Clefbaum, who is good to go after missing the end of that game against the Rangers on New Year's Eve. Took a shot off his left foot, it looked like. Did not finish the game, but he will be paired up with Ethan Bear tonight. Here he is on the injury and getting back into action. Tonight, um, obviously um, blocked the shot, took it in the in a bad spot and part of the game, I guess. But um, like I said, good to go tonight, and, and obviously um, feeling good about the game tonight. We we come off a. a a weird game. Obviously, we, we came out really good in the first couple of periods, and, and the third one was not the way we want to. But uh, I'm just happy to be uh, to be on the ice tonight, and hopefully, I can help the team. Were you, oh, sorry. Sorry, were you always coming back, or did this kind of recover a little quicker than you thought? It was, um, it was a little bit quicker than I thought. Um, obviously, it's um, when you block a shot, you don't really know what's going on, and, and you take an X-ray, and it was just one of those shots that I got in a really bad bad spot, and and, and we want to be. Uh, we want to be uh, smart and, and don't do anything stupid to, to put me out there with a fracture or anything. So it was more pre- precautionary, and, and today I'm back, so I'm happy. That's a real pleasant part of the job, stepping in front of a slap shot, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's, um, but we need it. I mean, uh, you get a lot of energy from, from people who sacrifice themselves for the team, and, and obviously I want to be that guy too. But uh, it's a part of the game. If you block, uh, I don't know how many how many blocks I got right now, but one one or two is going to hit me in the bad spot, and that's just a part of the game. Oscar, uh, I know it was a roller coaster of a game. But was there any offensive uh, confidence restored in scoring six? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a long time ago. We were in a lead and in control of the game, and and the way we came out, I think we. We, we should strive to, to come out that way every time. Um, our power play, power play was really good. We were effective. Uh, we got a lot of momentum from it and a lot of energy. Um, but yes, to, to be able to, um, to keep that momentum and, and shut down that game in, in Rogers, it's going to be important because we cannot just um, take the foot off the gas and, and, and think it's a done deal after two periods. We're just going to come out and play strong, solid third. Played with a lot of different partners this year. Is there anything different about playing with Ethan Bear? How do your games go? I think Ethan, uh, Ethan is uh, um, a very easy guy to play with. Um, great skater, um, good reads. I think he's uh, he's been his development has been uh, tremendous this year. I think, um, but like you said, I've been playing with a lot of partners, and that equals uh, some. Uh, Maybe some changes in my game, um, just to adapt a little bit. But like I said, it's going to be uh, no problem at all to play with Ethan, and, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. 
Oscar, you've seen this team before uh, earlier, uh, well, I guess last year technically, but um, what are some of the, the strengths of this Buffalo Sabres squad that can really do some damage if you guys let your foot off the gas pedal? Yeah, they got those those uh, skilled guys, and, and especially Eichel, who's playing really well right now. Uh, we cannot really come out and, and not be ready because they're well too, too skilled and, they, and they, they're effective. Um, if they get first two two three goals they're, they're a hard team to catch up to so we got to be ready when the puck drops and hopefully we can prepare ourselves and come out like we did last game sorry i'm jumping in late but the you know you go home on the night of the new year's eve and then new year's day you're, you're already on a plane i mean did you recover kind of faster than you expected yeah it 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 actually felt a lot better when i woke up the day after um obviously we we wanted to see how it was. Uh, I was coming on a trip, obviously. Um, uh, you never know whether, when, when, when you block a shot like that, if there's any fractures or if there's any other anything's going on. So um, I'm just happy how it feels today, and, and, and I'm sure be good to, good to go tonight. We heard from Oscar Clefbaum. Let's go back into the Oilers' locker room and hear from James Neal coming off a hat trick and an assist on New Year's Eve against the Rangers, one of two players to have a four-point night. Ryan Nugent Hopkins joining him in that category. Here is the Oilers' sniper. Uh, James, you guys obviously ended uh, New Year's Eve with the victory, but it didn't come in the prettiest of fashions. How much of a learning opportunity is a game like that for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think you just take the, take the pauses. Obviously, I thought... Uh, we had a great start. We had a really good first period, um, you know, and then into the second, we were great in the special team. So, uh, obviously, you fall asleep for a, a second there in the third, and uh, things happen quick. But for us, we got to, uh, you know, get back to that game. So, um, look for the same same kind of start, and then obviously full 60 minutes. So, One testament that you've shared with a bunch of your teammates throughout the course of the year is that this continues to be a work in progress. You guys are learning how to win and win the right way. How important is that mindset in this dressing room as this team continues to progress? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's good. I think uh, you know you're trying to build a, a winning culture, a winning belief, and you want to know every game that you go out, you you got a, a good chance to to win no matter what happens in that game. So I think uh, you know we've built that throughout the year, and um, it keeps getting better and better. So we're in for a, a hard second half, uh, fighting for uh, fighting for a playoff spot and. Um, you know, every team's doing that, and every team's going to be hard to play against. So, um, you know, we need to be ready every night. It's a huge road trip for us, and like we've talked about, we want to start it off uh, the same way we started off the year. So, um, you know, excited for the first game tonight. Uh, just a comment on playing with uh, Connor McDavid and Zach Cassian and what your role entails uh, being on that top line. Yeah, it's uh, uh, a lot of fun. They're two great players, and, uh, you know, I thought we were, we were on the same page last game. and. Um, a lot of good zone time. Uh, we're in on pucks on the on the forecheck and and cycling and uh, you know for Cass and I, I think it's you know getting in there and, and retrieving pucks and getting them to Connor and um, you know getting open, uh, getting to the net, all the all the little things that uh, that help you be a detailed line. And um, I like the way we started last year, uh, last game. So we got to uh, I guess last game last year too. But I guess uh, but we need to uh, we need to be the same way. So consistency and uh, confident in our game and we'll be fine. And just a comment on the Buffalo Sabres who you guys did see uh, earlier this season. Yeah, it's a tough game uh, in our building. Uh, you know, they beat us uh, in OT there so uh, I think they've lost three in a row uh, now so um, look to see a desperate team there, a team looking for a, a big win at home. So. 
So we heard from Oscar Clefbaum and James Neal. Let's go and hear from head coach Dave Tippett as his team starts a five-game road swing tonight in Buffalo, looking to keep the winning ways going after a win New Year's Eve. A little bit dicey in the third period where the Rangers almost came back from being down 6-0, made it interesting at 6-5 before Kyler Yamamoto put the game on ice to make it 7-5 as the Oilers finished up with a win. Their first New Year's Eve victory in 34 years. All right, uh, just a, a slight change uh, based on the morning skate today with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, just a thought, just trying to get him some top six minutes or the thought process behind it? Yeah, a little bit of uh, just some internal stuff, some stuff that we're looking for to rhythm in our lines and uh, having a check-in line available. Just some... Some thoughts that are going into giving us the best chance to win the game. Your PK, the save percentage has been down for the last month. How do you correct that? Is tell our goalies to stop it more. <laughs> uh, give them less opportunities. Less opportunities. Win more faceoffs. Our PK has been pretty good all year, but our goaltender's been a big, you know, big part of that. So there's certain things that we do that uh, recognize uh, where the shots are coming from. We'll try to. Make sure we give the goaltenders the biggest advantage to save it as we can. Uh, so for the most part, it's been pretty good. A few more saves, a few more block shots, and we'll be uh, we'll get back to where we were. Dave, when you have a game with so many teachable moments, uh, what's the message? <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Uh, what's the message heading into game one of a five-game road trip? Well, the first thing about the teachable—that's like five games in one. So it was, it was, it was, we addressed a lot of different things in that game. We addressed some of our time. We played real well. We, special teams were uh, were good, and third period, uh, some things we can do a lot better. So that part of it we addressed this morning. Now we come into this road trip. We got five games. Um, Going to be a real, real hard trip. Real test for our team. Uh, we got to be a strong defending team. Make sure we're taking care of our own end and. Uh, uh, just play real solid. All the, the structure we want to play with and the work ethic have to be there, and hopefully we can grind out some results. Is that structure what you saw against Dallas, Montreal, maybe the first 30 minutes Tuesday, and the, the quest is to just try uh, to keep that? Yeah, it is. We've had times in the, during the season that uh, um, it's been pretty good, but then the other, there's other times that the game dictates the structure a little bit. You go out and you get down by two early or you get down by you're chasing the game. Your structure is become secondary because you're trying to get back in the game at points but there's times when we can do it a lot better for longer periods of time that give us a better chance to win so uh, those are all things we talk about every day but every game has a certain feel to it or a certain uh, way you're going to go about trying to win that game and sometimes it's more structure sometimes it has to be a little less structure. Hey, what, when it comes to new coaches coming into a, a new place What's the challenge of laying the foundation, and, and, and how long does it take now that you're halfway through the season? Well, I think there's a couple of different. The first thing is the players have to get to know the coach and, and uh, the way you know he wants to play and the, the way the organization wants to set up, and the coach has to get to know the players. You have to get to know. The coach always has an idea of where players fit and, and the roles that they're going to go into, but as you go through, you start to learn more and more about players and and where you think their strengths are and where you want to uh, make sure you can maximize what they do and places where you think somebody else might be better in that spot. So it takes a while, but uh, you know, as you go on, every, every day is 
Like it's it's a grind, but it's also a good grind. It's like you're you're learning about your group every day. Hopefully you're getting better every day. And I give our group credit. Like they, we jumped out early and played pretty well. Um, you know there was a lot of things that were um, strong in our game. Our special teams have been pretty good. Our goaltending was good. We've had a little dip uh, lately, but our players recognize how we have to play. It's just a matter of trying to do it night in, night out, and. You know, you got to get some breaks. You got to get goaltending. There's certain things that happen in a game, like I say, that not every game is going to go exactly how you want it to go. If you did, it would be good, but it doesn't happen that way. So we got to read and react. But the more we learn about each other and adapt to each other, uh, I think the better we can get. You know the feeling of preparing for Edmonton, trying to stop Connor McDavid. What's it like being Connor McDavid's coach? Well, I like him better on my side. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, every team has different strengths and weapons they can use. He's certainly uh, one of those guys that's, uh, he can be a difference maker in a game. Do you, do you find yourself, he's just a player for you now, but do you find how, even in practice at times you see things that you understand why he is at the level he's at? Yeah, I mean, just there's things that, you know, I've been around the game a long time, you see top players, they do things that are, you know, they're top players for a reason. You see them in practice, you see them in games. The speed in which he executes and the speed in, um, he thinks the game is, you know, it's pretty, it's an elite, elite level. And uh, um, he gets that little gleam in his eye when he gets the puck and he get going with speed and it's, he can make a big difference in a game. So it's been a lot of fun to, to watch him. But um, again, he's, the thing that I've been most impressed about him though is, is he wants to win, his will to win. He wants our team to play well together. He, he knows he has to do his part, but his, uh, his recognition of us playing a strong team game has been really, from a coaching standpoint, really good to see. Looks like Oscar Claflin will suit up tonight. How valuable is it that he's not missing any time? Yeah, he's, he missed the last five minutes or seven minutes of the game the other night, but he's fine today, so it's uh, no issue there. He's played a lot of minutes for us, so he's, about, you know, he's, he's a key guy for us back there, so won't miss any time. We're in good shape. And goaltender for tonight? Schmidt will play tonight. Koss yeah, uh, has been under the weather here a little bit uh, and battled through it. And uh, we wanted to get him a day's practice tomorrow and, uh, and go. And Schmidt uh, is anxious to get going in the second half. So Koss uh, can get a little bit of a rest. Schmidt will come in, hopefully, give us a really good game. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Time now for On This Day in Hockey History. January 2nd, 1993, Buffalo's Alexander McGillney scored his fifth hat-trick of the season, seventh of his career, as the Sabres won 7-2 over the Ottawa Senators in Ottawa. So the Oilers taking on the Buffalo Sabres tonight, starting a five-game road swing, an important one. Edmonton coming into action, sitting in that second wild-card spot, looking to build off of a 7-5 victory on New Year's Eve over the New York Rangers. Uh, if, if you're the Oilers, you're trying to forget that third period against the Rangers where you saw them almost come back and uh, erase a six-goal deficit, but it didn't happen. Kyler Yamamoto in his first game up with the big club this season, scoring a pivotal empty netter. Enjoy the game, everyone. That does it for this edition of Locked On Oilers. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode to wrap up the week here on the Locked On Podcast Network.